Hey, all. It's Sean and Julian from the Your Two Dads podcast. It's us all over again. Yeah. You're just listening to us, and now here we are. Yeah. Is there something that interferes with your happiness, Julian? Yeah, my own brain. BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. Oh, yeah. This thing is so good. It's a service that I've always wished existed. And then, you know, because there's so many apps where you're like, you do not need to make that app. But this is something that I've wanted for a long time, and it's finally here. BetterHelp is a way to get counseling, professional counseling by professionals, uh, whenever you need it. Yeah, it's on your own time and at your own pace. So if you want to take it really slow, hey, do that. Let's face it. Everybody pretty much is aware that we all need therapy at this point. There's no such thing as a perfect brain, right? Yeah. You can always use a little bit of help. And licensed professional counselors, they specialize in stuff like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. I have all of those problems. Me too. Except for the LGBT. I love everybody. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, If you are not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time. There are 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, and it's also a available worldwide and Um, this is even more exciting financial aid is available for those who qualify which like there's no excuse like if you can't afford it they'll they'll work with you and that's great it's secure convenient professional affordable but it is not a crisis line and it has the four communication modes that we need the most you can text you can chat you can call them on the phone and you can video chat and best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Your Two Dads with Sean and Julian listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code 2DADS. That's the number 2DADS. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash 2DADS. That's the number 2 and DADS. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash 2DADS, the number 2DADS. You don't have to be stuck with your brain any longer. You're listening to Comedy Central. I'm Sean. Hey guys, I'm Julian. I'm Sean. And I'm Julian. And I'm Sean. And we're your two dads. And we're back together. We're back. Uh, thank you for put, g- putting up with last week. Just kidding. You did a good job last week. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, don't I know, listened to it. I don't know how to be alone. You were great. You I, kept saying that. Yeah, and I and I kept feeling it. It was. It, it started to feel like the sleepless in Seattle thing, where you're like sounded so lonely on the radio that a bunch of women were going to try to call you. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is actually probably the most off-brand thing for me. I've never seen sleepless in Seattle. Really. It's. It seems like it would be something. It's, you know, I loved it when it came out. It's still watchable. It does not hold up the way that I thought it would when I was younger. Oh, you thought this was going to stand? I was the like, test this is time. an instant classic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One day, people will talk about Sleepless in Seattle the same way they talk about Citizen Kane. Yes, or yeah. Seven Hundred Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I. I fucking love You've Got Mail, so I should see Sleepless in Seattle. <sighs> You've Got Mail is the book one, right? The bookstore war? It's, yeah, it's perfect. Fox. His name is something Fox. Y- yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's friggin' perfect. That one. Tom Hanks' best friend's Dave Chappelle for I some know, reason. for some <laughs> like reason. Like a 26-year-old Dave Chappelle is hanging out with a 40-year-old. <laughs> I think You've Got Mail is probably a better movie if you look back, but- 
ironically, I thought You've Got Mail was a worse movie than Sleepless in Seattle when I saw it. Yeah. But now I realize, who, it's weird how that stuff happens. But anyway. It is. Um, but I guess I have one big question. Oh, what's though? your question for me? Oh, is that, how you, daddy? Oh, I didn't thought you'd never asking me. Yeah. Uh, I brought Goldie to work. You did? You remember that? Yeah, I did. I, I do remember it. <laughs> so uh, I brought uh, Goldie to A Little Late with, with Lily, Lily Singh. Singh. And um, it was really cool. She helped me uh, get the crowd ready. They were sitting outside waiting to come in, and I had Goldie hand out candy. Yes. And that'll make any crowd, put it'll put a smile on any crowd's face. Exactly. You will get them pumped up because they're around a, an adorable child. Yes. And, and they're they, getting candy. And it was picture day. So she was in her fancy dress and had her hair done and everything. So it was really, uh, it was cool. Yeah. Do you worry that you're, you're teaching her how to manipulate audiences? <laughs> <laughs> with candy <laughs> with candy uh i don't know but i will say this um she w- she watched me warm the crowd up and that was fun did she, is she even more confused about what you do <laughs> <laughs> it is funny to me if you think about it if little kids watch you do stand-up comedy they have no idea when or why the audience is gonna laugh yeah. so it's just probably pretty jarring a lot yeah. you know like wait what you know um but she was great and then one cool thing she said when we left i didn't tell you this when we left, she said, um, how do I get to be on that stage? And I said, well, we can talk about that as you get older. And she's like, I want to ask people questions and look as cool as Lily. Oh, that's very cool. And that's cool. how, rep- that's why representation matters. Yeah. I mean, so that was cool. And Lily is very cool. She is. Uh, and I don't know, who knows if I had brought her to Conan or whatever that she would have thought to say the same thing. Who knows? No. I mean... If you brought me to Conan, I'd be like, how do I get to that? I want to be Andy Richter. Right. <laughs> Who we need to get on the show, by we the do. way. He, how do we get Andy Richter, He said coach? after summer. Uh, I went to the pumpkin patch. How you dadding? Oh, I'm dadding pretty good. Are you zad? I'm, I know. I'm not a zad. I'm not a zad. I never, I'm not a zaddy. <laughs> Uh, we, I mean, we should change the show's name to You're Too Zads, but we, uh, I went to the pumpkin patch and what I found out is my, uh, little Nolan fucking is obsessed with pumpkins. Oh yeah? Oh my God. He was He's a one, pumpkin boy, a little he, pumpkin boy. He was one track mine. Like we went in and we were like, all right, well, pig races start in like 10 minutes. Let's go see pigs. And like, he's You like, would think that if a kid heard the word pig race, they'd lose their mind. Exactly. And he was just like. There's pumpkins over there. <laughs> Why are we going to pumpkins? I saw pumpkins walking in. I need these pumpkins. And I'm like, well, but look at the pig. He's got a little bandana on and we're team red. Yeah. And he's like, pumpkin, pumpkin. Wow. So we, we went and got pumpkins and he, he like he had this like mission to touch every pumpkin in the patch. And he did. He wow. just was like counting the pumpkins. I wouldn't worry about getting that diagnosed. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was <laughs> insane. But then on the way home, we stopped at 7-Eleven. Uh, to get drinks and I was in the car with him and he just kept going mommy where are you <laughs> mommy where are you mommy where are you so I was like oh this is annoying so he said to him I was like can you sing me a song and he goes okay and then he goes mommy mommy where are you <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that's the I was like that's funny that's trolling like, he was that's, trolling you that's a good bit that is a good bit yeah so I was kind of uh, blown away did by you get, did you let him pick a pumpkin oh yeah we let him pick we got we got two small ones or as he calls them babies and we got one mommy sized pumpkin okay we didn't get a daddy size and I'm not gonna look too deep into that <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was uh, that's pumpkin patches are great 
They're, you gotta love them. I love them. They're, Were there rides? Kind of. I mean, like, we, we went on- Two's still young for a lot of stuff. Yeah, we went on a tractor, mm-hmm. and then, like, there was also this weird thing where, like, uh, the police of Ventura County had, like, a SWAT team-like vehicle that kids could just run around inside, and oh, he was okay. like, uh, I go in, and I was like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's, like, shotguns in there? Yeah, like, yeah, let's skip that uh, adventure. Yeah. Like, we don't have any Walmarts for you to shoot up. That's so such a weird propaganda thing. It is. It was It was very much like they had, like, police helicopters, and then they had, like, all these police cars, and yeah. like, it was, like, their coolest car, and then their SWAT truck you know i remember being pretty into that stuff when i was a little boy and it didn't feel political to me at the time and i don't know if it just always was and we just like i think it is kind of i i don't want to get too political no i don't either but but but, you know i I, think it is in a way like kind of brainwashing you but as a kid i was always like fuck the police and i'm still that way my dad raised me that way you gotta not trust them yeah they're there their whole the whole job of a police officer is to kill fun (laughs) 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 they're buzz kills (laughs) fun killers they should just wear t-shirts that say fun killer uh all right well we have a great show today, mm-hmm. um, and so our guest is a woman who is so f- funny. She has her; she's debuting her half-hour special on Comedy Central October eighteenth. Um, she was a preschool teacher. Now she's a professional comedian. I love her. You're gonna love her. Uh, help me welcome Vanessa Gonzalez. <laughs> hey guys, you're two dads, Julian over here. Sean over there. We're going to talk to you about socks. All right. But not just any socks, Bombas socks. We got we got our Bombas socks in the mail and oh my god. Did you wear yours? I did. I I they're incredible. They like, feel like they're hugging your feet and they care about you. It's crazy. It's yeah, so hard to explain. Yeah, they didn't make my feet smell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's also great. Yeah. But they're really really great socks. They're high quality. You know good stuff when you feel it and these socks are incredible. But did you also know that socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters? I didn't. Well, Bombas is on a mission to change that. They created the most comfortable socks in the history of feet, and for every pair of socks purchased, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Wait, that the makes entire me... history of feet? Yeah. <laughs> Na- <laughs> what do you think they were wearing in medieval times that was more comfortable than Bombas socks? I mean, I, I, I just, I've just never thought of it as the I think they just hollowed feet. out rats, and you had to wear a rat on your foot. Well, I mean, Bombas are the most comfortable socks I've ever worn. They're more comfortable than medieval rats, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Bombas are perfect for the whole family. You can get your hands on a pair of Bombas socks and your feet will thank you. And you can feel great about it because they're going to donate another pair of socks to people who really need it. They have donated over 20 million pairs already. They're made from super soft natural cotton and every pair is designed with arch support, a seamless toe, and a cushioned footbed that's supportive but not too thick. It really helped because I dance all day long and it is making my feet feel fine. My new favorites are their new Merino wool socks. Very fancy. Designed to be breathable, dry, and never itchy with just the right amount of thickness. Kind of like Lizzo. Yeah. True, true, (laughs) true, true, true. Uh, They got different colors. Uh, You can wear them every day and they are fantastic. I literally wore mine yesterday and I traveled and it felt great. So save 20% on your first purchase when you shop at bombas.com slash two dads. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash the number two and dads. That's bombas.com slash two dads to save 20%. Bombas.com slash two dads. 
Get something nice for your feet. Get something nice for somebody else's feet who really needs it. Bombus, the bomb ass company. <laughs> hey, Vanessa. Hi. Thanks Hi. for coming. Thanks for having me. Sure. I'm pumped. Welcome to your two dads. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, you're not a dad. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a dad, um, and I'm not a mom either. But I worked at a preschool for six years, and that I think is more parenting than yeah. anything I've done. Yeah, I, mean, I won't speak for Julian, but I mean, I always say I was with the kids more than the actual parents. Definitely. So, and I'd like to make the parents feel bad about that <laughs> all the time. I'm like, technically, the, they love me more. So, yeah, <laughs> we've had we've had two teachers on the show. Two, two, two teachers, and um. Uh, Langston Kerman and Will Miles. And they both were older. Like, Will Miles did special needs or special uh, behavioral problems. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, But they were like middle school, high school. And Langston was just straight up kids, high school students, English teacher. See, that age scares me. Of course. And it should because they're terrifying. Yeah. That is like truly like... I think that's when you flip the switch on a kid and you can find out who they really are. Yeah. Are they going to be a sociopath who destroy uh, every relationship they ever have? Mm-hmm. Or are they going to be like a normal, well-adjusted person? If you're me, you flip that at 30. Yeah. I just I just feel like the patience level for a room full of three-year-olds is like, I don't know how you can possibly manage doing that. Yeah, well, it's funny because I feel like at three, I could tell if they're going to be sociopaths. No, <laughs> really? I mean, I had a bunch of crazy kids. Um, they were, for the most part, fun. But, yeah, there's definitely, like, some assholes in the group. What are some types of, uh, you know, kids that age? What are some personality types or behavior things that you had noticed that you were like, uh, this is, like, fishy? Um, well, one thing that was, like, crazy to me, at three years old, I had 10 three-year-olds. And <laughs> See, that's yeah. like, how is that even... <laughs> I mean, I had a co-teacher. <sighs> that's um, crazy. And it's funny, because like, at three, it's like they're, it's the learning how to use the bathroom age. Mm-hmm. So my room was just constantly like piss and shit all, all the time, <laughs> oh, everywhere. They can't get a handle on it, and I'm like, seriously, we're going thir- every 30 minutes. It's just yeah. go to the bathroom. Um, and then the parents would be like, "Why? Why hasn't my kid learned to use the bathroom? Like, it's my my responsibility." Yeah. Um, but uh, they're paying you so much money. Paying us so much money. Um, but uh, the the weirdest thing I saw was like at that age, the kids were already like, "We're not your friend," and like mm-hmm. clicking out. You know, like having clicks. Sorry, it's okay. I spilled water. Um, but uh, yeah, that was the weirdest thing because I'm like, "You're three. How do you know to like?" Be a bitch already. I know yeah. it's great. It's just so ingrained. Like yeah. I, so uh, my well, you learn they. It's modeled for right. them for, by their parents. Right. My son goes to a daycare uh, that sends us pictures all day long of what's happening. Really, and so like it's this weird piecing together a story. Like yeah. when you're seeing it, like where you're like, oh, here he is. He's playing with kids, and mm-hmm. then in one picture, he's like alone and it's like those motherfuckers like, <laughs> yeah. why are they shunning him in the next yeah. one he's like eating celery with them yeah. I'm like yeah. oh okay why well, well, they shouldn't do that because like you're not there to actually witness what's happening but right. I do know that like kids are terrible like yeah even at three 
Yeah, of course. Like yeah. it's just such a natural part, and I don't think it begins at home because I, I mean, I'm terrible, but my, my boy. That's what I'll call him. <laughs> my boy, he's so sweet. He's a little sweetheart. Also, I will tell you... I'm, but I'm terrible. ...that, you know, three-year-olds, I feel like I got a handle on it. I can control the room. And the best part was is that they tell us everything that goes mm. on at home. Yeah, there's the, no filter. There's no filter. And it's just, like, so funny. I mean, I, I've got so much material from, like, kids. Yeah. Um, and, like, we know that, you know, mom gets mad when, you know, dad drinks all the vodka or things Whoa. like that. <laughs> like, just, like, everything comes out. And it's like, oh, my mom was reading the mail and she yelled. And it's like, yeah, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is the most shocking thing you've you've heard a child admit about their parents? Um, I mean, it's pretty just, like, normal stuff. Like, just like parents just getting mad, and sometimes like the kids will we, we you know it's in like their language too. Mm-hmm. So they're like, you know, it's like uh, one kid told his mom that I told him that if he didn't go to sleep, the scary lady was gonna get him, which I never said. Right. And then, but then I'm like, well. I don't, okay, what? Like, yeah. So then I'm in this position where I got to, the mom's like, why did you tell my kid that? And I'm like. You're like, I didn't even tell him about her yet. I didn't know. <laughs> so it's like, I feel like kids always like, you know, make stuff up and you can't really know what's. They're unreliable narrators. Yeah. They mm-hmm. lie a lot. And they, they do. I, I, I remember like growing they up. They lie a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like lie just to lie. Like I would mm-hmm. lie about just fucking the dumbest things. Like yeah. I remember I went to basketball camp when I was like eight years old. I went to basketball camp a lot. But when I was eight, I went and like I was the youngest by like two years with all these 10 year olds. Mm-hmm. And to try to get them to like me, I was like, yeah, Chris Farley's my cousin. <laughs> 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 so then like everyone was like, Farley. That was my nickname. I was like, this rules. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, why yeah. did I lie? Yeah, like, other than being fat up. and blonde, there, we had nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like we're not from the same area. We don't have the same name. Getting, right, getting right. stuff like translated wrong is really funny. Like yeah. I, there's a, f- a famous story from my childhood where I went to school because I watched. Um, we were watching TV and I think Ray Charles came on or mm-hmm. someone, and I was like, I love this. What is this? And my mom goes, Well, he's a soul singer. And I was like, Oh, are they all black? And she was like, No, they don't have to be black. <laughs> and I go. And this is in San Francisco. So I go, I, I start going down the list. I'm like, are there Mexican soul singers? And she was like, probably. And I go, are there Chinese soul singers? Because that's all there is in San Francisco is Mexican and Chinese. Yeah. And, I go, and she goes, um, I've never seen one. That's all she said. Uh-huh. And then I went to school the next day, apparently, because the teacher called my mom after this. And she goes, uh, J- Julian said that you said that Chinese people don't have souls. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's exactly what I mean. So, yeah, I'm like, I'm sure your mom didn't say that, right. but... I'm going to ask her yeah. about it. Yeah. It's funny to call home for that. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> what do you yeah, I just want to check. Because what if my mom was like, damn straight? Yeah. <laughs> Which is the problem now yeah. is people are like, sure, I'll talk oh, about gosh. it. The best conversation I had, well, because we eat like, lunch in those like little tables and we're all circled around. And the kids just started talking about God. And oh. I was like, oh, I want to I wanna hear this. I want to let this ride. 
Um, so some a lot of the kids didn't know who God was. Mm-hmm. And then one girl was like, yeah, God is in the sky and he knows everything we do. And then another kid goes, well, that's silly. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there like a lot of pressure on you to not ruin the world for yeah. kids? Yeah. Well, it's funny because I feel like a lot of the parents like do it on their own. And I'm just like, I'm not going to tell you shit. Yeah. I'm not, I can't say what yes or no, you know. And the kids will come in and they're, they're like, um, like I had one girl, she started crying because she was like, the world's going to end. And I was like, what? No. And she's like, yeah, my mom told me that the earth's getting too hot and we're all going to die. And I was like, well, uh, (laughs) yeah, you're not wrong. (laughs) Wow. She was three? She was three. And she was like, I could see that she was like realizing like, or I don't know, like death. But at the same time, what's interesting is, uh, maybe this isn't actually interesting, but I was at therapy uh, like a month and a half ago, and I was talking about how like how obsessed I am about death, like and how it's always been in the back of my mind, and like how uh, my mortality is just always present, and we could die at any turn. And I'm like, you're probably tired of hearing people say this, and she was like, mm, no one really says that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an interesting thing that it's like just you. yeah like. We as comedians. Are you still a psycho? What's it called? You what? think you're sick all the time. What's that? I, I forget oh, the word. Uh, Hypochondriac. Are you yeah. still a hypochondriac? Big time. Okay. But like the three of us, we're all we're all comedians. Yeah. And I think that is like a common denominator is this obsession with death. In a way, it's not an obsession, but it's in the back of our mind that all everything is going to end one day and all yeah. this stuff. Oh yeah. So it's not what regular people are doing. So that three-year-old who's saying that oh, is going to be hitting up open mics in 15 years. Yeah, Maybe you're right. Yeah. yeah. Like the rest of the kids are just like, I'm playing and having fun. Right. But it's like that, that deep-seated like five-year-old well, who's just like, yeah, I mean, if what's you the really point? <laughs> that's a good, that, I think that's a good point because, uh, and I hate agreeing with you, but I, I think it's a good point because there's nothing you can do about it. Right? right. So the only thing you can do is cope with it, and that's where the jokes come from. Right. It's like you gotta make fun of everything, and then people are like, "How can you make fun of that?" It's like, oh, the things that I had to make fun of to feel better when I was five were like way darker than what I just made fun of with you at this lunch. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think you might be onto something there. I think so. So like, uh, if you're a parent who's listening at home and your kids talking about death. I'm sorry. Get them in an improv class. I mean, they're broken. Get them into well, the other improv. option is make them an activist. Yeah. But, you know, oh, oh, no. that's, that's the only thing more insufferable than a comedian no. in the house. I was like, what is more annoying? A comedian <laughs> or an activist? And then if you combine them. Yeah. Oh, well, luckily, they, you can't have a sense of humor and be an activist. Right, it's right. impossible. Yeah. Uh, what do you, uh, so what was your childhood? What was your childhood like? Were you, um, did, where'd you grow up? Um, I grew up in Laredo, Texas. Oh, Texas! Yeah, God, Texas. I love Texas. My right. lady's from Texas. Yeah, yeah, Houston area. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Where's so, Laredo? Uh, it's right on the border. Um, right, it's like two hours south of San Antonio. Oh, okay. I was We're, just in San Antonio a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very hot. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and yeah, I, I remember. Do you know what Laredo means? I like that word. I don't know what it means. Mm. It, it's, it's the something, but I don't know. Is it? I know. I know there's a song it's about one it. word. It's one word. So it's not. Yeah, love. but they always they, they it's like not combine. Laredo. Oh, no, right, I know, right, but right, that's right. not. A lot of times they'll combine stuff and like change spellings yeah. and stuff like that. I know it's like popular. Oh, yeah. you know what? Restaurants and songs and stuff. So you grew up in Laredo. Grew up in Laredo. And is it a is that a big place or? Um, to me, it felt big, but it's not. Uh, everyone, the population is like mostly Mexican American, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I thought everybody. Are you fully Mexican? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, it, I, I know what it, it it means. What? What? Sandy Rocky Place. Oh, mm. it wasn't that sandy. Was Very it rocky? rocky? A lot of rocks. Oh, cool. You know, I, w- <laughs> I, I love rocks. Yeah, I love rocks. <laughs> boys boys are much happier there than girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I thought everyone was Mexican mm-hmm. in the world. And then I went to college and I was like, oh, what? And you're like, the world <laughs> yeah. is not perfect. What? I know. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? And then I was like, I was the minority for the first time when I was like 19. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of weird. Um and and then I moved to Austin, which I love. Fucking Austin is great, but a lot of white people there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they're familiar with Mexicans. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they did you um were your parents were you allowed to like roam the streets? Um yeah, I, I was talking with my boyfriend recently. Like we would just go like walk to the park, which was like maybe two miles away. We'd be there at night, mm-hmm. and then like fights would start and then all the kids would like run and um yeah it's crazy like we would always be walking at night and it wasn't a safe neighborhood but my parents were like okay with it you yeah. know we would i would meet up with my friends and i remember once we we're like in elementary school and this was before i got glasses so my vision wasn't good mm-hmm. and what my friend says that a car pulled up and it was a man, and he had his, like, sweater over his head, and he was, like, jerking off <gasps> to us. Uh-huh. But I could not see it because my I didn't have glasses. Is it traumatic if, you're, I, if it's and, fuzzy? And I was, like, I was, like, what? And I, like, went towards the car, and she pulled me back, like, no. And we, like, ran. And I was, like, what was happening? And she was, like, he was pulling on his dick. And I was, like, what? It was crazy. And then you were, like, I need to get some glasses. And I, I, yeah. <laughs> I miss everything. <laughs> and I was like, can I see a dick now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to count it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, yeah. But I, I, I feel like nowadays, like, if I had kids, like, would you let your kids, like, just we've ta- We've touched on this, and it's like, I don't think so. I don't think I would. I keep wondering if it's a regional thing. Like, if you go to the middle of the country, are they still doing it or not? And I don't, I don't think they're doing it anywhere. Yeah. I mean, again, like I grew up in a kind of a shitty neighborhood in New Jersey, but like mm-hmm. my yeah, our parent, my parents let me just. But it wasn't like ur- it wasn't like it wasn't it urban. wasn't it wasn't yeah it was and by urban I mean literally city yeah, yeah. it yeah. wasn't yes I <laughs> but thank you for clarifying <laughs> uh, but yeah it was it was very suburban yeah, yeah. But it was like kind of shitty and like basically we would stay out like at to like all hours of the night yeah. like drinking in the woods and stuff yeah no but I mean younger like eight. Oh, eight. no we were still drinking in the woods <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. we, we were waiting s- to get West Memphis 3 yeah oh, even like at eight we would stay out till ten and right. then come home and they're like oh what how was it or yeah if that <laughs> yeah but you grew up in San Francisco so I grew up in San Francisco so I grew up in a city where they also let us roam 
Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's just, crazy. It just had to be the times, I guess, because I was, I remember being five to 10 years old and just being like, it was fine for me to just like walk out the door Believe. as long as I told them where I was going. Right. You know? And they. Crazy. Parents would trust that there was, you would come they back. Would, I remember <laughs> they were like, don't go past this street or that street or whatever. Like there was a perimeter uh, that yeah. I would always stretch when you felt bad, you know? Yeah. Right, right. But this perimeter was insane. It was yeah. like, you know, <laughs> like I didn't even want to go that far. <laughs> 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 yeah well for me like in high school we would go to mexico because it was just a mile away and <laughs> that's a would, real perimeter that that's a like real, a gen- the, that's so a wait work. you were just like just going to mexico we would just go i was 15 yeah and we would go and drink i mean the legal age is 18 but they wouldn't card us yeah and we got these like what's the legal age for cocaine (laughs) um also 18 um but yeah we would just go freshman year of high school get drunk and senior frogs had dollar everything thursday so it was like a part of the like a party town in mexico like right across the border like bar yeah like a bar like strip and we would go there with like 10 bucks and just get fucked up. That's awesome. And my mom would like, to this day, she doesn't know that I would go because she's like, you can't go. They're going to kidnap you. They're going to do crazy things. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're teenage girls. But no one ever <laughs> did anything you're like, <laughs> You're like, mom, thank you for calling me pretty. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, they don't want us. My Me and my group of friends were just like flew under the radar Mm -hmm. yeah well that was like in so in morristown uh south philly i mean south jersey Mm -hmm. we were aboard there was we were two towns over from camden new jersey Mm -hmm. which has notoriety nationally as being a scary place yeah yeah so yeah camden new jersey has three of the most dangerous cities in the country um, in the country and the top 10 the most yeah trenton camden and newark Mm -hmm. uh I thought it was L.A. L.A. is not up there. No, oh, L- <laughs> L.A. This is, is per capita. The, per capita. So uh, Camden is small. So uh, everybody knows each yeah. other and is still killing each yeah. other. Whoa. Yeah. Camden has two things: an aquarium and crack. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Like that's it's it's kind of exciting to and go you know there. Fucked up. You can't bring crack into the aquarium. No, you can't. <laughs> I remember. I remember. There's there. a sign, so you know it's a problem. <laughs> I remember going on a field trip to the Camden Aquarium, and like when we we were pulling into Camden. Like they were like, all right, bus windows. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. you, don't want, you, you don't want them to smell all the crack we're smoking in here because they're going to want to get in this bus. Um, oh, but yeah, we used to uh, drive to Camden mm. for to buy liquor because the liquor stores didn't give a fuck how old you were. Yeah. I mean, they had other problems. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. So we would go to this place called Internationals and uh, we would uh, go in there. We, we, were, we were scared shitless. We'd go at like, you know, 11 a.m. Because we were like so. And uh, it was still scary i mean it was like yeah. 24 hours in camden was scary wow. but we would go to this place internationals and we could never seem to remember exactly where it was so you'd get a little bit lost every time mm-hmm. and then one time we were in the uh i agreed to go in my friend colin and then we came back out and tommy i'm just gonna use the real names because yeah. who cares um tom kilroy let a woman into the back of our jeep because he was like, she just needs a ride over. She he, she said she's four blocks. This oh, no, was, she's sucking my dick. <laughs> <laughs> she was, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't need to get into it, but you know a crackhead when you see one. Mm-hmm. And it's sad, yeah. you know, I'm, but it, she was. And he's like, she just needs to go four blocks. And I'm like, dude, you know, and she's like, 
really you're gonna give me a ride and, and we were like uh and tom's like yeah it's no problem he was a sweetheart he was like yeah. sure and then she's like all right let me go use the phone real quick i'm like no we're getting <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of yeah. course we're, she needs to use the phone right. real quick because she's taking us into you know oh no so, so but we never got like but it is that's a right of you passages. never got murdered no yeah Good. but we or robbed <laughs> um but we it is a rite of passage to go somewhere super dangerous to get Really? Beer, I think. <laughs> no, I mean, get fucked up. Where you grow up? Mexico is very exciting. Though. Yeah, that's, it was, that's awesome. That is fun. That is the scary thing about raising a kid in LA. Is like I know where to. I like I've driven past the places where you go to get fucked up in LA, and I don't yeah. want my son having to go there to get fucked up. Yeah, I'm like Here, stay in the I'll, house. Yeah, I'll get you the stuff that gets you fucked right. up. <laughs> you want ketamine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, Sean, we got to talk to these people about Relish. Yes, please. Relish is uh, an app. It's a, it's like a personal trainer for your relationship. It's so awesome. It Basically, you download it, you answer some questions about yourself, about your partner, and about your relationship. And then Relish, you can open it every day, and it gives you tips and articles and little things you can do to help your relationship better or be better, and you get closer to your person. It's fantastic. Haven't you ever wanted, like, you know that dude? Who's the dude in When Harry Met Sally? Billy Crystal? No, his friend. Bruno Kirby? Bruno Kirby! It's like having Bruno Kirby in your phone. It's like having Bruno Kirby in my pocket? Yeah! Where he, you know, you go to the batting cage, and you just gotta hit hit some balls, and he tells you how to, like, deal better with your relationship. It's like having a rom-com best friend in your pocket. That's amazing. So, Relish is great. What they do is, you open the app, It'll give you little date ideas. It'll give you um, approaches to arguments that maybe you haven't thought of, which you definitely haven't thought of because if you're a listener, you're a dad and you don't know how to argue. Yeah, no. Relish helps you say like, okay, look, your lady is losing her mind and she's angry. This is how you talk to her instead of the way you've been doing it. It's really helpful. They have a million articles. They have um, therapists. They have uh, experts. But what I love is they keep sending you notifications with little ideas of things you can do for your partner. And it's just, it's an awesome. It's like having a, a, a life coach, but for your relationship in your pocket. It's great. Well, Relish is giving our listeners a free seven-day trial. All you have to do is go to hellorelish.com slash two dads. That's the number two, dads. And you'll get seven days free. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Try Relish for free today by going to hellorelish.com slash two dads. The number two, dads. Hello, R-E-L-I-S-H dot com slash two dads. The number two, dads. We're back with former preschool teacher Vanessa Gonzalez. Preschool teacher, your first gig? Uh, yeah, I, I well, I have a theater degree, so <laughs> I couldn't get a r- real job. Um, and my, I had a friend, like I just went into like working at after school programs, mm-hmm. and then I had a friend. Uh, he worked at this daycare in Austin. It was real hippy dippy, and he's also a comedian. And he was like, "Yeah, come work. It's super easy. They don't give a shit when you take off." And they didn't. I would take off like two weeks at a time to like go on the road. And yeah, I. Still had my job, um, so it was great. And I, I specifically—that's old like, Austin. Yeah, it's not, it's not like that anymore. <laughs> and uh, I specifically was like, "Yeah, I want the oldest kids, like five. And they were like, "Well, we got the three-year-old room if you want them." And at first, I was terrified, but then just very quickly, I got 
used to it and I'm like, I like Did them. you grow to love the children or Oh yeah, I fucking love the kids. Yeah. There's, Do you keep in touch? No. <laughs> There's some that like the parents will follow me on Facebook and I'm like so like I don't want to be their friends, but then they'll just keep re-adding me and I'm like, fine. Wow. Um, so I'll see the pictures of the kids. But, That's sweet though that they yeah. you know um, so they know uh, that I do comedy, but I never like when I was their teacher, I, w- I would never like talk about it or right. anything. I'd be like, I'd be cool. You were never just being like, you know what? I have a show. <laughs> it's like a bar show. Why don't you come? Yeah, y'all want to come? Does um, did that job inform? Do you think whether or not you want to have children? Um, yeah, for sure. And I I stand by this now. I'm like, if you have kids, you need to work at a preschool first. Because really? now I'm I feel prepared. Yeah. And I like no because- they, they always say that nothing will prepare <laughs> yeah. you. Nothing can prepare you no, for parenthood. Yeah, yeah you, no matter what you do, you can't and you're like, Oh no, you can just work at a preschool you and you're totally prepared. Preschool. I also This is actually an interesting thing. Now it's oh, why do I keep saying this is an interesting thing? I don't think any of my thoughts are interesting. <laughs> but I are you I, afraid we're not going to listen to you. Yeah. You say it's yeah. Interesting oh, first. here's something I have to say about I'm stuff. Say so funny right yeah, now. Yeah, it's not even that funny. But a lot of people don't realize this. But if you're going to have a kid, something that will prepare you is getting a dog first. It's, oh, that too. Yeah. It's very much. It's the same. And I remember. I see that. Other people that like I that had kids before me, and yeah. I was like, I get it. I have a dog, and they were like, No, it's nothing. It's exactly it's like having the, a dog. Oh, for sure. Basically, once you have a dog, like, and you raise it, you're like, That's a kid. And then when you have a real kid, you're like, Oh, I don't fucking need this dog anymore. <laughs> like, I fucking hate the dog. <laughs> well, yeah, you need to get a puppy. Yeah, the yeah. puppy. Will, oh, because you have to train it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it also shits and pisses everywhere you, you, and throws up at yeah. random times. It, ne- it needs food. Yeah. If you drop it, it dies. Like, it teaches you <laughs> yeah. the basic. Basic tenants. For sure. I would yeah. say get a dog, a puppy, and mm-hmm. then also work at a preschool. Yeah, I think both. And <laughs> yeah. that's where Casey Anthony fucked <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's good that people, because obviously you always hear people complaining that there's no prerequisite to being a parent. No, yeah, there's so much to learn. Like, there's so, you also, did y'all get like super sick? When your babies were little, because I got mm. all the fucking viruses. Oh yeah, yeah. And no, she was you're, sick a lot. You're, like I think you're working with more like disease than like the CDC. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't cool. realize that fucking babies had the wor- the strongest like f- I guess because they're pure. Yeah. But, and oh. I'm like I'm sick, but now I don't get sick. Yeah. But the first like six months that I started, I was like I'm gonna die. You're like an X Men now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. That's the that's why you 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 take a little of their blood every day <laughs> and just drink it up yeah no my uh, friend Aloy his daughter just went to uh, uh, preschool mm-hmm. and like she got like a cold that lasted a day and it knocked him out for a week yeah, yeah. and it's just wow I want that but they also get colds that last for like two weeks yeah. and you're like oh my god do I take her to the hospital now and they're like no that's normal and you're like Jesus well kids will just always have boogers always yeah. I'm like you're sick you're not I don't know but you said you were hypochondriac yeah how do you do it if you're a dad oh I mean it's disgusting like I, I'm just constantly disgusted <laughs> oh like, Nolan's a bubble boy yeah. so he, oh, really? <laughs> they put him in a glass yeah. case like truly the crazy Sean puts thing, his arms in the sleeves things the, and then tickles him the crazy <laughs> thing about my son and I don't know how it happened the first year like like the he didn't get sick for a year and a half. Whoa, he unbreakable. had a full, a full year and a half, never sick. 
the first time he ever got a cold was on Christmas Day, oh, and it like oh, it knocked him out. Like, and I sucks. felt so bad. Yeah. Well, at least but, he's a little too young to understand. Yeah, it. but it was like he's he's kind of unbreakable in a way. Yeah. He he really is. Like, because I used to great. be weird with germs, but then when I started working with kids, I'm like, these motherfuckers are coughing in my mouth yeah. as they're talking, <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, like, I've had my my. The son just keeps putting his fingers in my mouth, yeah. and I'm like, "This is the worst experience yeah. of my entire life." I'm just like, I'm like going outside, and I'm like, "Am I gonna throw up right yes. now?" I'm. Go- At least he's your kid. Yeah. I had other people's kids' <laughs> hands in my oh, mouth. Oh, I don't know how you, you're a saint. You're a saint. Well, because they were paying you two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars a year. Right. <laughs> no, nope, nine dollars an hour. Oh god, it's crazy. Yeah. I will say the grossest thing was this morning. My other son, my dog, mm-hmm. Pizza, mm-hmm. he. Uh, uh, he he was like barking at us to get us, him food and we were like okay we'll get you food and stuff but then he just went over to his food dish and he just pissed directly into his food dish oh my he's god he's never done that before it was it was it was who awful. says you can't teach an old dog new tricks that's awesome it was it was kind of crazy but yeah I really hated it that's great that's cleaning awesome. out his pizzy dog kibble. he's a chihuahua so it's cute but if oh, it was if he was, was like a saint bernard that'd yeah. be a totally different story <laughs> we'd all be underwater <laughs> <laughs> so uh you just did your comedy central presents which yeah. airs october 18th you said yeah. congratulations thank you that's great did you have fun oh my gosh it was so fun that, they did those in austin right no it was in new orleans oh new orleans that's yeah. right i knew it was a fun city it was so fun it was incredible i didn't like it didn't sink in until like they sent me the first cut, uh-huh. and then I was like, "Oh shit, it's real!" And yeah. I like teared up and stuff. It That's crazy. great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's come so far. <laughs> I, they definitely didn't send me a cut. Of- no, I never got a cut. <laughs> <laughs> no. I. The funny thing is, I I made a joke about my mom maybe having an affair because my my youngest brother doesn't look like us, <laughs> and uh, they made my mom. Well, they asked me to ask my mom to sign. Oh, that's something. right. And my mom that was like, it's okay that I'm accusing her of having an affair. She's not going to sue. And she signed, but she was like, this isn't an admission. (laughs) I'm just signing this so you could do your little thing. (laughs) Do your little thing. Yeah. Oh, the oh, you're still doing this? Yeah. This little stand up. Okay, talk about me. Do you talk a lot about your? parents in your act yeah um, yeah mostly my mom my dad's like pretty chill and not as absurd as my mom mm-hmm. my mom is he a quiet like, dad he's a quiet dad for sure yeah, I have a quiet dad. vietnam vet whoa tattooed up wow he rides harleys oh whoa um, yeah, yeah but he's quiet with it a quiet is intensity it weird? <laughs> well, is it like, weird that i'm hard <laughs> yeah i was like uh you guys are hard for dads so. yeah yeah it's like he's cool and like we'll joke are and- they in laredo yeah, they're in okay. Laredo. Oh, that means Sandy Rocky place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell them that. that it but means the no Sandy idea. Rocky place. <laughs> the Sandy Rocky place. Uh, but yeah, he's a cool dad. Um, I remember when I was little, my mom, or I don't remember, my, I remember my mom telling me, but she said I was an infant and I got my first like cold mm-hmm. and she was away and he gave me Campbell's soup in my bottle. 
Uh-huh. And I was like a baby, I guess. And um, that that gave me just like the worst diarrhea. And it was, like, <laughs> explosive. But I guess I'm like, yeah, what would you do? I'm like, that makes sense. Like my baby's sick. I need to give her soup. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah I, that is like, I think something that's that, such a dad move. That yeah. is a dad move. It, like it is the dad brain of it all. Like, yeah. Where you're just like, okay, you're sick. You need soup. Right. How do you're not going to use a spoon? I'll right. put it in her bottle. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> right, right. I know the rules. <laughs> I'm going to give her this clam chowder, and it should go fine. Have y'all done dumb dad shit like that? Um, Where I you try to figure you know out? I don't I don't rem- I can't think of one right now. I'm sure I did, but <laughs> I was much more over scared about like medicines and so like i look back on it i'm like i could have just given her stuff yeah <laughs> i was yeah. so like worried about dosages and stuff uh, i i get, yeah it is, it like, is really terrifying when you have to give them like like because he when he was teething like i had to give him like motrin yeah. Oh, yeah and i was like trying to get it right and then occasionally like i wasn't getting it right and then i'm like oh my god if he doesn't wake up tomorrow this is <laughs> this is really gonna yeah. look bad on me <laughs> i know i think that's the most terrifying thing is just like don't kill it. Yeah. Yes. But she slept so in. I remember easy. she, as a baby, she slept in like two hours later than normal than she had ever done before. And I woke her up because I was so scared. <laughs> and then she was just like, fine. And I was like, fuck, I could have let her kept sleeping. She's like, what the fuck's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> no, but that is, that, that is something that I don't think enough people talk about is how scary it is when they just sleep a little longer. Yeah. Where it's just like, well, this is... Well, they're in a coma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, so who do I call first? But it's so true that by your second kid, like, if like I never had another... I never raised another baby, but I know if I had to right now, I'd be, like, fine. I'd be, right. like, whatever. Just, like... You get shove, it. I'd be putting... Uh, soup in its bottle, no problem. No. Like, yeah, then they get diarrhea and then they're better. Yeah. They, <laughs> they shit it all out. Yeah, the virus. You got to clean them out. Yeah. Uh, what no. is there anything? Um, so you have a boyfriend? I do. Okay. I do yeah. How First long have you guys boyfriend. been together? Uh, f- Did you say a rich boyfriend? No, no. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> you said a rich boyfriend. I said first boyfriend. Oh, first boyfriend. Yeah, first oh, boyfriend. congratulations. Oh, thank congratulations. you. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going on. Because you got a TV credit? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They started coming up. I'm like, oh, now y'all want this. You're just swatting dicks that way. <laughs> yes. Um, we're going on five years. Now. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. coming this December. I can't believe it's October already. I know. Do, uh, you, yeah. is, uh, do you think you're going to... Um, he's the one. No, no. Oh. Do you think he's the one? Um, well, he's not rich, so <laughs> not yet. Does he ride a motorcycle? No. no. Does he, he have lots of tattoos? No. So he wow. doesn't remind you of your dad at all. No. Well, no, because her dad stuck around, so she's not trying to look for him. Yeah. I know. I don't I'm, know. I, don't... I married a quiet woman. Just like my dad. Just like your dad. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. No, my my boyfriend's totally not like my dad. He likes science. He's a little bit of a nerd. Yeah. He yeah, no tattoos. Okay. Doesn't he talks a lot, you know, yeah. shares mm-hmm. his emotions and feelings. Wow. That's that's a, that's a big one. Yeah. I, I'm just learning how to do that. And by the way, it is exhilarating. <laughs> yeah, you like it? I think sharing your feelings is important. I had a, yeah. I had a thunk. I had a thing. I was walking out to the car. Not me. I was walking out of the to cut of the car today to come to this. And I, re- I was like, 
stressed out about uh, the job and like the schedule with the kids and stuff like that. And in my head, I'm like, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bitch to anybody because I don't want people are so sick of hearing my problems that I'm not gonna tell them. And then I realized I think that all the time, mm-hmm. and I never do. So I'm actually, I, I never bitch about my problems. Yeah. But I think I do, or I'm so afraid of doing it that I just you, don't ever do it. You do the thing where you bitch to yourself and then yeah. push down and push down and push down, and then you explode one day. Yeah. Yeah. You're not no. supposed to do that. No. If, if there's anything, Doctor Amanda, I don't remember her last name has taught me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. Amanda to hug and kiss. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. What a uh, so. What do you think you would do? I think it's Doctor Amanda. Feel my butt. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had to come back with that one. <laughs> and I'm gonna say it was worth it. Amanda um, Sandy Rocky place. <laughs> do you? What do you think you're gonna do differently as a mom? Um, I feel. Oh, definitely. Not I. I are you I gonna have all your kids with the same dude? <laughs> yes, yes. That it's a joke, one. mom. Yeah, she signed a paper. She signed a paper. Um, I definitely. I I don't know if it's possible, but I don't want to pass on my shit because I know my mom gave me all her shit mm-hmm. and all her insecurities and all her anxieties, mm-hmm. and I'm like, how do you not do that? To your kids. So, it feels so natural to do it. <laughs> it really does. Because it's kinda it's kind of like it's kind of like getting a new you're phone. You're like, I know what way. you're thinking. Where you're just passing on all the stuff from your old phone that yeah. you accumulated. So this is like Ugh. the new version of you, and you're like, I gotta transfer some of this shit yeah. to you. I can't yeah. handle it. All I'm that. afraid of heights. So are you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, all the judgments and all this stuff, like, ugh, I'm I'm like I can't. How do you think but, your mom did it to you? Oh, I mean, just by being by being a fucking mom, like all her yeah. like yeah. fears and like you gotta wear makeup all the time and you gotta don't let you know guys do this and mm-hmm. and don't talk to these people and all this. But in fact, you can totally things. let the guys do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, mom, I should have been letting the guys do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been ahead of the game. I, I will say that my my mom transferred all of her anxieties onto me. Like, yeah. All yeah. the things that she's afraid of, I'm right. afraid of. And I remember meeting your mom and like it a ex- light a light went off in my head. I was like, oh my God. The same? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind, crazy. It's kind of like I, I, her clone with a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but don't you, do you wish <laughs> that she wouldn't have? Oh, big time. Yeah. Like... The I, I'm trying to undo all of the things she did to me right now, mm. and I she with is therapy. not yeah she is not thrilled with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's the main thing. I think that parents don't realize that your kid is you don't make them what you want them to be. Like I think that's what they're our, their own person. Yeah, it's the, one of the hardest things to remember. Our parents think that they're like why aren't you more like me why don't you think exactly like I do and then that's why we have that conflict right in our head so then I'm like okay when I have a kid I'm like you're your own person I'm gonna share my thoughts with you mm-hmm. but also you could think your own things it's really hard to right? do that but yeah you say that now as soon right, as a baby comes out of you you're gonna be like you're gonna be me you need to put makeup on <laughs> don't let the guys do that all right well we're gonna go we're gonna take a break when we come back we got a game we 
I love a good subscription oh box. Oh my God, I love a subscription box. I really do. They're so exciting. I love getting them. But what about a subscription box for your kids that's fun, educational, and helps them develop creative confidence to change the world? I mean, I'm listening. What are you talking about? You know, I've always said, our kids are the future. I thought Whitney Houston said that. She said children. I said kids. I made it more like... <laughs> you made it yours? <laughs> I made it mine. And it's our job to prepare them for that. Empower them to be creative, confident, and fearless in all their endeavors with KiwiCo's innovative projects. Well, I uh, love KiwiCo because we got I got a couple of boxes in the mail and uh, they... Well, they have different age groups, right? So you can pick, you picked the one that was appropriate for Nolan. Yeah, I picked the, the two-year-old. Okay, and I picked one for four, four to six, I think, yeah. is, the, is the thing. And um, we got two awesome uh, projects that they could make. One of them was a, tr- it's a, a wooden, first of all, everything in it is natural. I love the packaging. It's not a bunch of plastic that's going to go no, choke a turtle somewhere. It's, it's cool and like handmade and like. It's, it's like recycled p- cardboard and there's very little waste in these packages, which I really appreciate. And the toys themselves are renewable and sustainable and all that and they uh use one of the toys was it's a tree that you build that's a like a board game but you have to like build a tree first Mm -hmm. and that was really cool and then the other one was a solar system uh like map like a 3d solar system map and that was really awesome the girls loved them and it really takes like a couple of hours to do but they're they never get bored and it's at the end of it you have this really cool looking toy that you can play with over and over again yeah and it's educ- both of them were very educational and uh it's a really quality uh subscription box it's awesome it's great. So KiwiCo is a convenient, affordable way to encourage your children to be anything they want to be. There's no commitment. You can cancel anytime. Monthly options start at sixteen ninety five a month, including shipping. But for our listeners, go to KiwiCo.com slash two dads, the number two dads, to get your first month free. Whoa. Every day counts when it comes to making a difference, so don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Go to KiwiCo, that's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash two dads, the number two in dads, and get your first month box free. That's KiwiCo.com slash two dads. All right, you want to play a game? Yes. Yes. Let's play a game. Okay, so this game... We've, we haven't played it in a while, so I'll just cue up the music. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, all right. I'm ready. Play. Rad Dad, Chad Dad, Bad Dad. dad. What's it going to be? Rad Dad, <laughs> Bad Dad, Chad Dad. Oh, what's it going to be? Gad Dad. <laughs> That's if it's uh, okay. Josh Gad's dad. <laughs> yeah, Josh Gad's dad. What just happened? Chad Gad the dad gad. Uh, <laughs> you can find him on Twitter. Josh Gad's dad. Are you having a strike? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I might be. Okay. Uh, we, uh, we don't have a music budget, so we just, uh, we, we just play. We riff it. <laughs> we gotcha. riff it. So okay. this game is called Rad Dad, Chad Dad, Bad Dad, or Gad Dad. Okay. I'm going to read you a story that I found on the internet, and you have to tell me if the dad in the story is a rad dad, a Chad dad, a bad dad. Or Josh Gad's dad, <laughs> Chad Gad dad. <laughs> is his name Chad? No. Oh. Uh, Nave Chad Fer- Gad? Nave Fernald and I have a fake Twitter account called Chad Gad the Dad Gad, where we <laughs> just respond to Josh Gad tweets and say, oh, okay. to call home. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> we're idiots. So you understand the game? 
No. <laughs> okay. You have to tell us. Okay, so if it's a rad dad, one. it's a cool dad thing that they did. If it's a Chad dad, it's like a broy dad thing that they did. Chad, and if okay. it's a bad dad, it's like, oh, no bad, no dad should do that. Okay. And then if it's a gad dad thing, it's it, you're guessing that it's Josh Gad's dad did it. Okay, so this Got one it. is from the overprotective dad uh, category. Okay. So a person wrote on Reddit. I work at an anime convention, and a lot of parents come through with their children. Okay. One Wait, day, another anime convention scenario? <laughs> yes. <They're, laughs> this isn't a first. This is seven <laughs> weeks in a row. Okay. Seven weeks in a row. I mean, dads are dads be acting strange yeah, at anime love conventions. Hannah. <laughs> so, oh, hentai. Hentai. Henna <laughs> is a tattoo. Hentai. They're is. also big fans of henna art. <laughs> I work at an anime convention, and a lot of parents come through with their children. One day, a father and his daughter, who was dressed in a skimpy outfit, came up to buy passes. While the daughter chose her cosplay character as her badge name, her dad's badge read, She's 14 and I own a shotgun. Is he a bad dad, a Chad dad, or a a bad dad? A rad dad, or is that Josh Gad's dad? Or is that Josh Gad's dad? You can go first, Vanessa. I'm going to say bad dad. Why? Why is he a bad dad? He's obviously protecting her. No, he's not. He's fucking her up. He is. And he's like, don't fuck my daughter because he wants to And she's like, wait, what? I don't know. I I think it's just weird when dads are are like, she belongs to me. Mm -hmm. A lot of weird dad stuff. You you got a daughter? Yeah. You got a daughter? I have a son. You have a son. But but he's beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, truly everyone always asks what her name is. It's a shame. It's a shame that he's a boy. But but are you going to go around and be like, he's for Don't you suck his dick. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fuck my Son. Yeah, yeah, I would never do that. Why so. not? <laughs> oh my god, that's the funniest thing to do, though. I think it's a bad dad. I also bad think dad. it's a bit of a Chad dad because I think a lot of Chads are very uh, uh, ret- regressive when it comes to mm. um, ladies and stuff like that. And I think it's a it, it just goes to the old school idea of this isn't her own person. Yeah, like just talk to her about sex and yeah, not and she'll feel, say, right? I don't want to do this. I'm for she does, or yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, like me and my dad, we never address sex we never said sex to mm-hmm. each other and i appreciated that we're just not going to talk about it because because <laughs> you're both so quiet during sex <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh god but now it's like why yeah i if it's he weird. was like telling dudes like I, he didn't need to the dudes didn't want to fuck me anyway <laughs> yeah so, fuck her i have a shotgun <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would have done that. Where I'm like, can you help me here? I needed that too. Where was my dad with that? Okay, yeah. uh, let's do the next one. Okay, the next one. All right. Oh, so th- first of all, by the way, don't bring your 14 year old daughter to an anime convention. Maybe that's like, is that okay? That's okay. Like, uh, okay. Anime is not like a sexual thing. I think you're okay. sexualizing it. Okay, uh, but I I did not sexualize anime. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I am not responsible for that. <laughs> hey, dude, stop doing that. I'm the first uh, one stop sexualizing anime. <laughs> it's just a thing. It was perfectly innocent until it was I came along. Totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next one. Next one. Next one. Okay, so this one, a uh, guy tweeted, uh, or oh, was a girl? Uh, yeah, it was a guy tweeted. My mom has made me a birthday cake every year for 44 years. Oh. Two months ago, she died, and his dad made tried his hardest and made him a cake, and that's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's uh, not that bad. 
It's pretty shitty. What? I think he's a bad dad. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking buy a cake, dude. He's like, he's like, not only is your mom not around anymore, but this is how shitty life is gonna be without her. Yeah. <laughs> Get used to it. I she don't know how to she make was it. So, she was but so I'm gonna force you to eat it. Also, here's a reminder on yeah. her birthday that she's dead. Here's a reminder how special she really was, and you'll never find anyone else as good as her. Yeah. Look how shitty this cake is. Definitely a bad dad. Yeah. I don't think that's like a hot take to say he's a bad dad. Like just you know what like it's it's hard to fill. I gotta I gotta be contrarian here. I think he's a rad dad <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that man clearly has never made a cake in his life, no. and I think it's sweet. Anytime a man and I don't want to have the bar be lower for men, <laughs> but anytime men do something that's emotionally thoughtful, even if it's terrible, it's cool that they tried. He couldn't Google it. <laughs> you know yeah like got a good point he half-assed it he's a bad dad yeah it's like he didn't even google what the word cake meant yeah. like it doesn't i wonder work. if he presented it like look it's like your mom's not even dead <laughs> <laughs> hey we're all going through stuff right i just had to make look it how good this fucking cake is okay so good. you have another one okay yeah i do i have another one all right check this one out mm. okay <laughs> When British retailer Marks and Spencer released a new T-shirt that aimed to help break the silence around infant loss, Rob Crussell. <laughs> Wait, what? T-shirts, you know, yeah. for infant loss. Infant yeah, loss. they were trying to raise uh, to break the silence around infant loss. Rob Crussell pointed out a design flaw: it was only available for women. Okay. <laughs> he lost his son, and he wanted a, a woman shirt. In men's sizes. Is this guy a rad dad? <laughs> dad See, I was thinking that these kids just got <laughs> lost <Christ>. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Let's hear your Sean, you did so good Googling those first two. And then the third one, you're like, this is something. <laughs> oh, yeah. I switched gears and I went to dad, dad stories of 2018. I think it's good to talk about things like this, where we did another story similar where um, John Legend... Uh, teamed up with Huggies because he pointed out that uh, there were no changing tables in men's restaurants. That's right, yeah. And so then Huggies and John Legend raised all this money and they installed a bunch of, and I think that's great. And so he was a rad dad for that. Right. This situation is dark. It is but, really dark. But that's and okay. I, it's I, real. It's real, and it is something that Wait, people... Wait, what does the shirt say? I, I It didn't say yeah, on Yeah, what's the, the design? Oh, is it learn. like a funny t-shirt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, keep calm, my infant. I lost, I lost my infant. Yeah. <laughs> and carry on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey. So I, it's only in a woman's small fitted tee? Yeah, it, it comes in women's sizes. Tank uh, top. Because only women... Miss their children. Right. Yeah. So um, here, here I'll, I'll get the shirt right now. Well, I think it's cool. I, I'll give him. Okay, okay. I'm gonna bring it around. Do you have any? Do you have an opinion? I'm gonna say Gad Dad. You think Josh Gad's dad did yeah. this? Okay, that's pretty good. It's mm-hmm. it's a woman. It's a white shirt, mm-hmm. and in cursive it says "everlasting" and a heart. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Um. Well, and I'm gonna. I, I could show it to you. Does that does that make it worse? Can oh, okay. I just make a point that can't you miss your infant in any t-shirt? <laughs> you need to wear this one. This is my infant missing shirt. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I I do agree with that. Yeah, 
Um, I think the uh, <laughs> I think it's cool that the, any parent who loses a child. Mm-hmm. I, here's also what happened. I, I know what you're about to say is I just want to clarify. What I started reading this thing before I knew what it was about, <laughs> and then I just continued reading. It. <laughs> and okay, you couldn't stop. <laughs> yeah. So apologies. <laughs> okay, I think any parent who loses a child and goes on to do anything beyond putting their shoes on and putting their pants on and going outside is unreal to me. I don't know where you find the strength. So to get to go somewhere and see something that bothers you and follow up on like red tape and like, you know, fighting people to get something righted that you think is wrong Mm -hmm. is just a miracle to me. I can't do it as someone who hasn't lost a child. I can't imagine doing it as someone who has. So I think that's cool. And he's a uh, rad dad for doing that. I think he's a rad dad too. Mm -hmm. And what up to my dad? Yeah. A rad dad. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the last one. It's a little lighter. Okay. okay. Oh, God. I don't oh. trust you anymore. <laughs> when I was in fifth grade, all my friends were getting their previous year's exam papers as a reference for oh, the upcoming shit. Sorry, I forgot something that's important. I'm sorry. I was um, reading online. Rob Delaney lost his child. Mm. And he said um, you, that people never know what to say to you when they find out that that happened to you. And he said... The main thing, the, and, and I think this is actually a public service announcement because a lot of people don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Ask them what the name of the child was because a lot, they're, not, they ne- they're not used to hearing that and it shows like a respect for the, that it, you it, see it as a real person. Mm-hmm. It is true. And this is also an interesting thing. Why I said my dad was rad dad. I lost my little brother yeah. and I've never heard my dad talk about him. So that's wow. a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Get him a shirt. He's a quiet dad. Yeah. I'm not going to get him a shirt. It only comes in women's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> still Somebody needs to do you. something. Okay, what's the next scenario? All right, when I was in fifth grade, all my friends were getting the previous year's exam papers as a reference for the upcoming exam. For this, we, requi- we required a letter from one of our parents, so naturally I asked my dad. He wrote it and gave it to me, and like the fool I was, I didn't read it, trusting it would be all right. So it turns out he wrote, please don't give her the papers of last year's. Just make her pass directly to the ninth grade. My principal was shocked and called up my parents. After this, I vowed to never let my dad write any letters to school again. Forget the letters. I didn't even want the exam papers anymore. Is this dad a rad dad, a bad dad, a chad dad, or a gad dad? He wanted her to not have to write a paper? No, he was... He was fucking around with the letter. He was trying to be a fun dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I remember my friend Mike Gilligan. I'll use his name. He, uh, <laughs> his dad once, uh, he got detention and he had to, like, sign this thing. And uh-huh. he signed it Ace Ventura. <laughs> and Mike, Mike brought it in. He's like, my dad's an asshole. <laughs> <What?"> <laughs> yes. Well, it's going to be hard for me to not do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's a rad dad. Yeah, I was going to say I rad I think it's dad. funny to mess with your kid's school. Do you? Yeah. Are you going to do that with your daughter? Yeah. I mean, depending on the situation, if it's like serious, I'm not going to. But if it's something <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know, if it's something silly, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I think that's fun and silly. And uh, yeah, it's funny that they called him up. I wonder what that conversation went like. Like, sir, do you, we don't understand what this letter means. It, it is annoying when you make a joke about your kids and then other people decide to get serious with you and be right. like, is this appropriate for your child? And they try to make you feel bad as a parent. It's yeah. really annoying. Yeah. It is annoying. So, I, I think we should all have... I back a, them up. I think we should have a sense of humor about everything. Yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, this whole world is so I mean, you so would. Fucking... You're obsessed with dying. <laughs> yeah, I know. This whole world is so fucking stupid. It's so dumb. That's what you're going to write on your kids' yeah. notes. Like, who cares? We're all going to die. <laughs> he doesn't need to take the test. <laughs> well, a lot of, like, like Goldie's school is all upset about, is, or they're obsessed with attendance because that's how they get money from the state. Um, and if your kid doesn't show up and you don't have the right excuse, then they don't get money for that day for the kid, right? What's the right excuse? They're allowed to be sick and um, they're allowed to, but you have to have a note. If you don't have an, if it's unexcused, they don't get the money. So that you need a note, right? So it is. It, it would be funny to n- not write anything on the note, but just put like seven dollars and fifty two cents in there and be like, "Here, you son of a bitch! Yeah. <laughs> it's none of your fucking business where my kid was. Yeah. Her butt <laughs> fell off. <laughs> she doesn't have a butt. Excuse. <laughs> just write excuse on there. Uh, so you are, you want to open up the the diaper bag? Do I we have, have another I diaper have bag? One, oh, okay, good. A Here, let's open bag. it up. Open We're gonna open up. up the diaper bag. Did you find one? Hold on, I'm oh. reaching in. Okay. Oh man, it's really squishy in there. Again, having a stroke or something. It's also windy in there, which is weird. Paper, 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 paper. <laughs> a lot of receipts. This one is from a Twitter user at Pachyderm Deity. Oh. Uh, they ask, what's something everyone should bring to a hospital delivery? Oh. That I don't know. Fuck. Never been. Uh, I don't even Are remember. Are supposed to go? I was just <laughs> so high on Xanax <laughs> <laughs> the whole experience. I would say iPad. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, iPad's good. Uh, yeah. Like anything that's like. Gossip hey, rags. Yeah. Games. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, a blanket because you want like a you, the hospital mm. the hospital blankets oh, yeah, to be and it's cold That's good. and like and a blanket. pillow a nice pillow would be nice and I would say a full tray of coffee cake yeah yeah oh, that sounds good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did I just say that out loud you did and then you went yeah and then you licked your lips <laughs> I fucking love coffee coffee yeah. cake I actually lost track of it I was saying all that stuff out loud yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think pillow blanket, um, just anything to entertain yourself because it is, and sorry moms, immensely boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for for dads, it is the most boring experience. I kept taking walks, just walks around the block mm-hmm. while my wife was like resting. I'm like, this is so boring. But you had what to be there. You I had to? to be there. Oh, Hollywood Presbyterian. Where's that? Uh, Hollywood. Cool. No, it's, <laughs> it's they're, a, they're it's, a bunch of famous babies. Yeah, it's right by Booze. Do you know Booze? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's like yeah. right next. Oh, right to over that. there. Yeah. Why yeah. don't they have like a dad lounge? They should. You know what I mean, like a bar. I some think TVs. This is even better than what you should bring to a hospital. <laughs> That's delivery. true. That's just hospital a good should idea. have if, some burgers. If hospital, you're a dad pad. Yeah, hospital. Dad if you're pad. listening, mm-hmm. please. Create like a dad a dad pad. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like you know, like a Scarface poster. Yeah, some cool ass couches. Some newspaper on the ground so we can just pee. Yeah, cigars. <laughs> Call of Duty. Yeah. So, so it's like boring, and it lasts hours. I'm assuming. 
Yes. And my wife bit me and I <laughs> On the hand? <laughs> on the hand. Oh, like yeah. she asked me, she's like, Why aren't you doing anything? And I'm like, There's <laughs> nothing I could do. The doctor even yeah, said so. You had that <laughs> shitty smile on your face too. That's like, like doctor, infuriating. Tell her. <laughs> well, once the doctor told me there's nothing I can do, I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> your vagina's gonna split in half and mine's gonna be fine. <laughs> but once so it's boring and then once the show gets going, it's a pretty cool show. It's or is it terrifying? Honestly, it it's a terrifying show. His, his it, went easy. Ours was easy, but like oh, it was. There's. Well, there, we say it went easy, yeah. but it went quickly. Let's it went say quickly. It that way. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. There's just no. There's nothing that will erase the what image from my mind. Yeah. Oh, and a, obviously a catcher's mitt, yeah. so you can catch the baby. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you need a catcher's mitt. Some kind mitt. of tote bag. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm terrified of the actual giving birth part, which that's why I'm like, maybe I'll adopt. If I were a woman, I would have nightmares about giving birth all yeah. the time, it even if I wasn't pregnant. So scary. Yeah. I don't know how it's – I can't believe that's – I mean, I think that's a cl- huge cliche, but I just can't believe that's how we do it. Ugh, it's crazy. I thought about me. it. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a better way. Yeah. By well, now. Well, that's why they're working on all these sex robots. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we just got to We're just going to start building places. people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you meant it like that to avoid having babies? Yeah. Yeah. I meant we're building people instead of hatching right. them. I mean, we're all building people. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you want to promote? <laughs> oh, her, your special <laughs> comes special. out on our, October 18th. October 18th. October Does it have a title or is it just Comedy Central Presents? Vanessa Gonzalez. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, October 18th, 11.30 Eastern Standard Time. All I right. I don't know what that is. Um, and you can follow me at vanessacomedy.com. And I saw Vanessa live recently and she's so funny. So oh, if you are able you. to see her anywhere in person, go see her. She's great. Do you have anything you want to promote, Julian? Uh, sure. I have. I will be at Bananas in Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey. Holy shit. On October I didn't even know that place 12. was still around. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I just left Gra- Dr. Grins in Grand Rapids. Great shows. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Everybody showed up. Dr. Grins and Bananas. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the, I, it's yeah. the job we chose. Yep. <laughs> There's that classic Christian Finnegan yeah. joke. Do you know it? Yeah, no. Where he goes, uh, why do they got to name these clubs these names, man? Because then it's like the people go to work that week and they're like, hey, I went to a comedy club this week. And they're like, how was it? And he's like, it was good. It wasn't bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Too much pressure on the comics. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so I'll be there. And then New Year's Eve, I might as well start p- Doing it now, Philly Hel- Helium in Philly. Oh hell yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, Eagles jersey is where yeah. your finest Eagles jersey, the one with the bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, yeah. please uh, like and do the things on the thing and uh, like our show. Rate, review, Rate, subscribe, review. and tell a friend about the show. Yeah, tell, tell a, friend, a friend, text a friend, call Vanessa, a friend, tell, tell a your friend. Latino community about our show. I w- well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, you don't want to tune in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. bye. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Ow.